What's that place you've always wanted to try? While you're there, sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Virginia is for families. All sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family. For families of all species. For beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families. For families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So, in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So, come love it for yourself. Welcome to another edition of the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Our website is www.xzonetv.com. And if you'd like to send us an email, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. My guest this hour, X-Zone Nation, is Douglas DeLong. He, along with his wife, Carol, they are the people who run the DeLong Ancient Mystery School in Saskatchewan, Canada. Joining me by Skype is Douglas DeLong. And Douglas, welcome back to the X-Zone. Great. Thanks for having me back on, Rob. Been on and off and on your show for, must be 15 years now. It, First it, time on Skype, though. There you go. <laughs> D- Douglas, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you started or what got you started to doing the work that you're doing these days. Well, as a kid, I could see angels and guides around me, and uh, I used to get visits from people, or I guess you might want to call them guides in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. And I could also see lights and colors, the aura around people. And I lost the ability. And when I was 19, I had a near-death experience, and I reawakened everything. And I started studying anything I could in mm-hmm. metaphysical. And then from there, I just developed courses, and I've written three books. And uh, my wife and I started our school, the Long Ancient Mystery School, about uh, 20 years ago. So it's been just a fascinating process. I probably have regressed well over 1,500 people as a past life therapist. Prior to starting your school, did you believe in past life? Did you believe in reincarnation? Oh, yeah, very much so. I, uh, years ago when I was studying a lot of uh, metaphysical information, mm-hmm. I got into reincarnation. I wasn't sure at first. I was a little questioning about it, and then I started doing more and more research, and it right. just felt right. And from that point, I became a strong believer in it, and I know that reincarnation is very, very real. And more people all the time are getting to that point. They're starting to realize that there's more than just one lifetime. We go back over and over again to many lives. Douglas, how do you deal with skepticism? How do you deal with people that you talk to or hear about you or or come across you in in any of the many uh, fairs and expositions that you and your wife do? How do you deal with the skepticism when somebody says, ah, past life regression, you're nuts. Oh, okay. Uh, most people, I just let them 
you know, deal with their mm -hmm. own beliefs. It's up to them. But what I do say when I get the opportunity is, uh, you believe you're born into a body, you have a soul in the body. Mm -hmm. Most people will say that. This is then um, when you die, does your soul leave the body and go to heaven? And most people will say yes. I says, well, you've just described reincarnation. If you can do it once, why not do it a second time? That kind of throws it back at them. So that's a an answer I use when dealing with some of the skeptics. Are you finding more and more people are turning to the esoteric way of life compared to 10, 15 years ago? Oh, very much so. 15 years ago, if I was doing a lecture on uh, reincarnation or a lecture on auras, mm -hmm. I might have so many people interested in it or so many people could see auras. Now, when I deal with people, a lot of people are into auras, a lot of people can see auras, and a lot of people will tell me their experiences of past lives, and it's quite fascinating. I get more and more people all the time believe in reincarnation, so it's becoming more of a common belief in our society. Are, are auras what our great master painters used to call halos? Oh, yeah, very much so. Whenever you see a religious mm -hmm. painting uh, with the halo, that's actually the aura around the individual. And a lot of these uh, famous religious painters did that. They mm -hmm. uh, painted the uh, halo, right. for lack of a better word. And an aura is basically it's electromagnetism. It's the lights and colors from the energy of the world. And right. it's the... Uh, energy, the vibrations that we give off, the heat, and so much more. Is there any scientific backing to the, the auras and spirituality as we're getting to know it, as we get closer and closer to the New Ages? Oh, yeah. I sometimes work as a medical intuitive, right. so does my wife. And when I look at someone, I can pick up on if they've got a disease, if someone's got mm -hmm. a cancer in the body. I'll see these different colors. For instance, if someone has, say, breast cancer, I'll right. see a dirty yellow-gray oh, wow. over one breast or the other one, and I can tell that there's a problem there, and I'll ask them, and they'll say, oh, yeah, I just found out from my doctor I've got breast cancer. So when you can see the aura, the lights and colors around mm -hmm. individuals, you can also start picking up in health conditions. You can tell when someone's angry, if there's a problem in the chest, someone's about to have a heart attack, wow. and you can learn so much more. You can even tell when someone's lying to you. When they look above their head, you start seeing a dirty grayish uh, color like just a above hue, the head. So red with anger, green with envy, yellow with, uh, with cowardice, blue being a very loyal person. It seems that throughout the years we've been using the aura subconsciously to actually better understand people. Oh, yeah, very much so. Uh, anybody that has a lot of blue, particularly light blues around mm -hmm. their head, yeah. uh, is a very caring, loving, spiritual individual. When I look at someone, I look above their head right. first, and if I see these lighter colors, I feel more comfortable with the individual. On the other hand, if I see darker colors, mm -hmm. I really... I get my back our, our, up. I Doug, a little negative. Doug, we've got to, to take a myself. we've got to take a break here, Doug. Douglas okay. DeLong is our guest this hour. www.douglasdelong.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Douglas DeLong is my special guest in this edition of Exxon TV. Our website is www.exxonetv.com. We're talking about 
psychic development, spiritual development. We're talking about ancient healing techniques. We're talking about reincarnation, angels, and much more. Douglas DeLong and his wife are the two people behind the DeLong Ancient Mystery School, and their website is douglasdelong.com. Douglas, tell me about some of the reincarnation cases that you've worked on, and when you've regressed someone, has there ever been a time where you've just been surprised at, at what you're actually breaking through to? Oh, yeah. I never know what's going to come out of someone. Someone may phone me because they're interested, interested in a particular lifetime. Mm -hmm. And when they show up, I get them under into a relaxed state, and uh, they get some amazing stuff coming through. Uh, kids are really, really good to work with. Sometimes I'll have had a 10 or 12-year-old child that will go back to past life and remember everything in intimate detail. I had one young fellow, in fact, I've got the story in my book, Past Lives for Beginners, where he goes back in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and he's a mechanic. Mm -hmm. And he talks about fixing this 1965 Mustang. And he then talks about going out on the highway and gassing it up and getting down the highway, and he gets in a car accident. That's how he remembers dying. But he knows the name of the garage and uh, a great deal of information. He knows about all the Beatles music and stuff he shouldn't normally be familiar with. So it was quite fascinating. And the reason he came to see me in the first place was his parents were interested in trying to figure out why he wanted to become a mechanical engineer. So hence, when he went back to that lifetime as a mechanic, it sort of brought a lot of it up. So it's quite fascinating. It was very, like he almost relived the past life. And it was quite an amazing thing to see. Again, I never know what's going to come out of someone. I've mm -hmm. had people uh, go back to lifetimes in ancient Rome. Uh, they've gone to Egyptian lifetimes. Some have even gone back 100 years ago. So everybody's different. And usually it's the last two lifetimes prior to this one that affects us the greatest. How do we know yes. that these people actually did live these lifetimes and this the lifetime that they're relating, relating to you is not a basically a, a figment of their imagination that this is a lifetime that they wished they would have had instead of a lifetime that they actually did have? Okay, that's a very good question. A lot of times it feels very, very real to mm -hmm. them. It's as if they're, re they're reliving the whole experience. And I've had a couple of people, if they did the research, they could find the information where the home was, the address where they lived yeah. in that particular lifetime, uh, where they were born, the hospital that they died, get their death record, so they can get a lot of objective evidence. Not everybody's going to go back two or 3,000 years ago. Some people will go back to a lifetime that can still be traced with information. And I've had a few people do that, just quite fascinating. Douglas, when it comes to past life regression, have you ever regressed anyone that has gone into a different lifetime that wasn't on this planet? Uh, yes, I've had a few people do that. Not too many, but there's mm -hmm. been a few individuals have gone back where they have a lifetime in uh, some other planet, and they describe it in intimate detail how the planet was destroyed through some type of war. So I've had a few people do that, but most people go back in this life, from this lifetime to a lifetime as a human being, that it, they've lived on the planet for a long, long time. Is it possible that in a previous life a person could have been, let's say, a horse, a dog? 
no, I don't believe in that. There are some people in the Buddhist religion mm -hmm. that believe uh, you can go back and you may have been a dog or a horse in a previous lifetime, but right. a human soul is a human soul and always comes back as such. So when you come back from heaven, originally you come down, you're this human soul that inhabits a physical body of form and when you pass on your human soul goes back up so you are always a human soul and you're developing your uh, spiritual abilities and your uh, enlightenment how many times are we reincarnated that's a really good question I've got that question in my book past lives for beginners mm -hmm. uh, some people could have been uh, reincarnated 10 times 12 times some 20 30 we don't know oh, there isn't a specific number. We're going to be uh, taking a break right now. When we come back, Douglas DeLong is my guest. His website is www.douglasdelong.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is Exxon TV. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back everyone. Uh, Douglas DeLong was not abducted by aliens. He did not go through a time shift. He was not sucked up by a black hole. But we do have him back. And he's coming to us from his uh, mystery school, ancient mystery school in Saskatchewan, Canada. Joining me by Skype is my good friend Doug De DeLong. His website is www.douglasdelong.com. And uh, you never know what will happen here on this show, Doug. Welcome back, buddy. Okay, thanks for having me back on. Uh, question for you. Angels. A lot of people talk about angels, but it seems that every child you talk to has a story about angels. Now, what is an angel, and how do they relate to our current beliefs in spirituality? Well, angels are uh, their creation from God, the Creator, mm -hmm. and they work in conjunction with spirit guides. Spirit guides have been... Originally, were people that were on the planet, their souls, and they would work together. Angels, uh, they do anything from uh, warrior work, protection. They give messages out, and a lot of them do healing work. Mm -hmm. And a lot of children will see their angels around them. And I've had quite a few kids through the years that could see their angels standing beside them and hear messages from them. And a lot of times when I've regressed them, they've gone back to a time where they're up in heaven playing with their angels. So it's really cool. So oftentimes it's a guardian angel that's around them, working with them, guiding them, mm -hmm. and watching them while they sleep. And I've had even people that were passing overhead, if you want to call the angel of death, come to them. A big, beautiful light, and they help them move back on to heaven. Angels are in all major religions, whether it's uh, Christianity or uh, Islam. Right. Uh, angels are always mentioned, and they're very, very important. And they seem to step in at certain times when they're needed. Uh, mm -hmm. Someone almost steps in front of a bus, and something stops them from stepping forward. And that can oftentimes can be an angel. They just do amazing things. And my wife, when she does a lot of work with healing, she'll have people feel other hands on them, or some people will sense or feel angels around them. So angels are very uh, wonderful when it comes for healing work as well. They just do many, many things, and they seem to bring a little bit of uh, heaven down to earth with them. So it's great to have that... Uh, opportunity to deal with them and I've woken up many times in the middle of the night and I'll see a beautiful angelic figure floating above me and sometimes the wings 
will stretch out. I've even seen an angel reach down, stroke my wife's head. And it's really mm. incredible to see. Just an amazing experience. I wish more people could do that. Many people fear death. Is death something to be feared? No, death shouldn't be feared. Uh, our society has this fear of what's going to happen. They don't know what's on the other side mm -hmm. and what's beyond. And a lot of people will spend a great deal of money uh, for their funerals. And really, the funeral should be just a celebration of life. And a lot of that money should be spent on the people still living. That's the way it should be. Right. And if people recognize that, it's the same as falling asleep. Most people aren't scared to fall asleep. When you fall asleep, your soul will leave your body and float around the room. It will travel all over the world. and mm -hmm. It will even go up into the heavenly realms talking to guides and angels or loved ones that have passed over. So when you're dying, uh, there's an energy around you that starts to dissipate out of your body. As that energy leaves, uh, your soul starts to slip out more. As it slips out more, mm -hmm. it has a hard time getting back into the physical form. And then at one point, there isn't enough energy to keep that soul within the body, and then the soul leaves or dies. And as I said, it's very, very similar, sleep and death. Doug, can you move your headset microphone because your microphone is, is making contact with your beard and we're getting a scratching sound. Oh, there okay, we go. Much better, thank you. Okay, I think it was just rubbing there for a moment. Okay. Yeah, as long as it wasn't rubbing you the wrong way, we're okay. Exxon <laughs> uh, Nation, Douglas DeLong is our special guest. We're talking to Douglas uh, from the DeLong Ancient Mystery School in Saskatchewan, Canada. His website is douglasdelong.com. So, so what happens to us when we die, Douglas? Well, we go back up to heaven, into the heavenly realms. We meet uh, loved ones that have passed mm -hmm. over. And there's guides and angels up there. And sometimes if you need healing, you'll be in a special hospital there where these angels and these beings of love and light will be working on you, healing you. From that point, mm -hmm. you get uh, almost like a, an analysis of that lifetime just to see what you're supposed to learn and right. look at it. And from there, you do some work up there. And when you're ready, after having a rest up there, and you have to remember at the time is a whole lot different up in heaven than it is here so it just doesn't isn't relevant and when you're ready you'll go to a special place and these beings I call them Elohim all these beings will make arrangements for you to pick out where you're going to go whether you're going to come back as a man or a woman uh, male, female or else uh, what uh, what country you're going to be mm -hmm. born into, who your parents are. And the reason they do that and you work with them is you want to have the greatest uh, spiritual growth you possibly can. So they set it up for you. And then when you're ready, you kind of move around where the baby is inside the woman's body. And at birth, you'll come into the body, the newborn, and you live that lifetime. And it's quite an amazing experience uh, just knowing that. And heaven's very much like earth, but it's more beautiful. The flowers are gorgeous, and it's just an incredible place with peace and love. And a lot of people, when I work with them, they'll do astral travel. Mm -hmm. Their souls will slip out of their body. When they go up there, I have a hard time bringing them back to earth because they want to stay right where they are. They feel like they've gone home. Douglas, how do you know heaven's beautiful? I've been there many, many times. I've had a past life experience when I was 19. Mm -hmm. I went up there, and I do that a lot. Sometimes I'll be sleeping, and I'll get into a very deep state, and I'll see myself coming out of right. my body, floating out of the room. 
and actually going up there and meeting, meeting angels or a loved one that's passed over, and so, I can see some amazing things. So you have first-hand experiences. So, oh, yeah, very much so. More all right. Douglas, stand by. Douglas DeLong is our special guest, the DeLong Ancient Mystery School in Saskatchewan, Canada, www.douglasdelong.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is Exxon TV. Don't go away. Exonation Douglas DeLong is my guest. He and his wife run the Ancient Mystery School, the DeLong Ancient Mystery School in Saskatchewan, Canada. Their website is www.douglasdelong.com. That's Douglas, D-E-L-O-N-G.com. And Douglas, uh, first of all, thanks very much for coming on the Exxon TV show tonight. Great having you with us. Thank you. But I have to ask you, why is past lives so important to people? Well, if you can look at a past life, you can take something from your past, uh, bring it up to the present, uh, release it and heal it, and have a better future. So the idea is to, if you have fears or phobias from previous lifetimes, you can explore them, bring them up to the surface, mm -hmm. let them go and move on. If you have any type of uh, health conditions that you can't track through using the normal medical uh, procedures, uh, sometimes you can get a past life showing you where you're injured or killed. And when you bring that up, you let it go, you can actually heal your physical body. I've seen many people do it. So there's so many reasons for it. It's great for super learning, too. Sometimes you can access information from a previous lifetime and learn a language very quickly, a language that you probably had known in a past life. If this information was for us to know, why don't we have memory recall? Why do we have to go to someone to be regressed? Well, sometimes uh, a few people will have memory recall. Mm -hmm. They uh, will get a bit of a past life coming through, but mostly when we're born, it's like a veil shuts down, and as it shuts down, it keeps a lot of those memories hidden, and you have to do certain things, certain techniques to open that veil up, lift it up for the memories to come through. If you go see a past life therapist, a person that's well-trained, mm -hmm. they will do techniques to help you lift that veil up and see beyond and start getting some of your past life information coming through. I do have a few, remember a few kids that actually still remember some of their past lives, but in most cases, yeah. it's like a veil comes down and you completely forget about it. All right, let me let me try and understand this and, and set it further for our listeners. When we when we when we come back or when we die we go up to heaven and basically we we are once we're taken care of we have plenty of rest and uh, any attention that is needed is given to us. Then the angels or or whoever help us plan our next life. Am I correct so far? Yeah, you've got it so far. Okay. We come back to continue a life and then the process goes starts all over again what is the ultimate goal why do we keep on the, doing this time after time after time why don't we just do it once that's it uh, again that's a very good question but there's like a wheel uh, cycle of birth and rebirth right and you want to get to the point that you become enlightened and as you become enlightened, suddenly you don't need to come back to Earth. And someone like, say, Jesus or Buddha mm -hmm. would have been an enlightened being on the planet. 
they lived their life. They taught a lot of people. They uh, helped uh, raise the consciousness of others. Right. And then they didn't have to come back to Earth. So the idea is after one point, mm -hmm. you become more enlightened. You understand things much better. And then your soul just stays up in heaven. All right, but if that was the case, Douglas, wouldn't the population of the Earth kind of stay at a, at a set limit instead of the population increasing? Because does this mean new souls are being born all the time and the old souls and the new souls are coming back to this planet time after time after time? That pretty much is it. Again, that question is in my book, Past Lives for Beginners, where I answer it. Mm -hmm. The difference between a new soul and an old soul. A lot of old souls are, you look into the person's eyes, they look very familiar to you. Uh, they understand, comprehend a lot of things that most people don't. A new soul is like a newborn baby. They just have to learn the experiences and get there. And right now what's going on on the planet, a lot of the new souls are being given an opportunity to learn very quickly for the greatest spiritual growth, just with what's happening on the planet. So the potential is there. What is the ultimate goal of life? The ultimate goal of life is to enjoy life, uh, to learn, to experience things, and become more enlightened so that you don't have to come back here anymore. You can actually go back up in heaven and stay there so, and just be this soul. So once you've gone to heaven, life. there's nothing else to do? Well, up there, then, you could be doing many things. Maybe you're coming back to guide someone, teach them. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you'll be working at healing someone, or you'll be up there learning or just doing many, many things. Douglas, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Give my best to Carol. And let our listeners know how they can find out more about you. Oh, yeah. You can get a hold of me at douglasdelong.com, the website. That's douglasdelong.com. And their email address is mysteryschool at saskatel.net. And my books are all available online. You can check them out, Past Lives for Beginners. It's douglasdelong.com. Thank you once again, Douglas. Great talking to you. You're welcome. Exonation Douglas DeLong has been our guest this hour. We've been speaking about angels, past lives, spirits, and much more with Douglas. Once again, his website is www.douglasdelong.com. That's D-O-U-G-L-A-S-D-E-L-O-N-G.com. My name is Rob McConnell. From everyone here to everyone out there, until next we meet, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone.